We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now this the black sheep sticking it to him. I need a crib like I'm Gatsby. I need it in hand. Just understand my pockets that deep. With nothing to prove, I ain't got nothing to do. And it can't compete, and I got nothing to lose. told me I'm the one that's gonna benefit. Never been a Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host, Nick Dayas. At Nick Dayas 10, as you can find me, Veterans Minimum is at Veterans Minimum. Shout out to everyone that checked out the NFL preview show. We are putting up monster numbers, getting a lot of good feedback. As you know, that kind of sets the tone, Josh, to my right, Josh Williams, host of American Fan 365. He was on the preview show talking bullshit. Oh, my. Like talking a lot of bullshit, Washington geez. division, Washington top seed, all this chaos. Well, I didn't say top. Did I say top seed? No, nah, but you got him in the conference championship game. So yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, bro. That I know was, it's crazy. It's crazy. Wild. About as crazy as Detroit going 12 and wait. No, you guys had Detroit going 13 and four. No, no. I don't know who else did. I think George might have. George had, no, George had the Saints going 13 and four. So did I. Yeah, you're both, you're both on crack. Yeah. I, I stand, I stand by the uh, crack is whack statement and uh, I'm, I'm not going to move off of that. I apologize. Before we get started on this episode, we got a lot to cover, Josh. But we do. Got a shout out to one of our sponsors, Fly Me Out. Fly Me Out scouts and curates trips to some of the world's most exciting locations. Those who join only need to purchase their slot. They take care of everything else. Listeners, do you ever feel the urge to break away and discover the world with a like-minded tribe? Let me introduce you to Fly Me Out, the premier social travel club. Imagine if LinkedIn, Airbnb, and Raya had a travel-loving baby. Whether you're looking to network with professionals on a beach or bond with creatives in the heart of a city, Fly Me Out got you covered. Dive into curated experiences with their platform. It's never been easy to find a tribe like this one and see the globe. Don't just travel, make memories with Fly Me Out. Use code VM1 for expedited application review. And that, my friends, is how you make 150 bucks. Yeah, hey, listen, listen, we're trying to get flued out. That's that's what it's about. Trying to we're get trying, flued out, trying right? to get flued out. Uh, and, and I am proud of you, sir. For? That's- that that's a good read. You, that did, was a good. I did you did you one. make the read? I did not make the read. No. Okay. Okay. They sent you the read. Yeah. Okay. That was the boilerplate. All right. I was about to say if you did that, because I got to make the reads. Like usually they they 
They're like, uh, 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 just do what you want. I'm like, all right, give me something. Give me something to work with. So, no, that's still pretty good. Good job. Nah, man. I, uh, I just have an have a unbelievable ability to lock in. I can't read tweets and text messages, bro. But when I get an ad read and I get money coming in, nah, I'm just, that's Listen, one take. Uh, we're going to smash this. <laughs> one take, baby. A thousand percent. Uh, yeah. But uh, I saw some things online and we, we got we to gotta talk. We got to stop the cap. We got to talk about this. Uh-oh. What, what happened with, uh, you're a black belt now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we feel it. We're hey, man, black listen, belts? listen, listen. Hey, you had me. I'll say that. I bend the truth. I never lie. I do train. Yeah, all I, the time. I do train. Yeah. I, I got it in this morning. Uh, look, uh, over the weekend, uh, my buddy Steven was in town. Shouts to Steven. He came with his girl. Uh, they were visiting. We went out to dinner. We were hanging out a little bit and uh, went out to this bar, met a couple girls. And I don't know how the conversation started, but they're like, oh, what do you do? I was like, oh, you know, I do a podcast, yada, yada. What do you talk about? Sports betting, all this. I was like, oh, I also, also fight. My friend just, my friend just looks at me immediately and goes, oh man. I was like, yeah, I fight. I was like, uh, you know, I wrestled in high school. I got my black belt relatively quickly. I got a fight coming up at MSG in November. It's my hometown because I told her I'm from New York. And bro, she bought it because I just have unbelievable charisma. So the way I sold it, the <laughs> way I sold it, bro, charisma. dude, the way I sold it, is that a cap? Come on. You told me in the past too. I got mad charisma. Hey, and listen. she just she just bought the whole thing. And look, man, every now and then you gotta just bend the truth, but don't lie. Uh, Am I shitty for that? I mean, listen. Okay, all right. So you want to hear mine? All right, because you asked me. You're like, all right. I mean, so like, so, so give me your friends. Yeah, before, before we do, yeah, we, before we, we, we do, we do have to make we, an introduction. I wanna I wanna introduce someone that's in the studio with us, and uh, she's a homie of ours, fan of the show. My girl Bree Hunter. Bree is a comedian, UFC fan, and I'm not going to say it because of the political climate that we're in, but you once famously on your Instagram bio compared yourself to Joe Rogan in one, one way. I say I'm Joe Rogan, but with a better rack. A slightly better rack, actually. Slight, not, slightly not, better rack. Not better, yes. but just slightly. Just it's a, it's a photo finish. Correct. Okay, fair enough. Or I sometimes say like bottom of the barrel, hot chick, like low budget glamour model. <laughs> That's kind of my, my last... Oh, you're definitely from Jersey. The self-deprecation is, is strong. <laughs> it's strong with this one, Nick. Hey, uh, am, I, am I shitty? Let me ask. We have a woman in, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. building. Yeah, you, you so, can actually so catch. So am, am I a piece of shit for what I did over the weekend? I feel like if you were seriously trying to date someone, maybe a little bit because you're starting out dishonest. But, if you're, but, but if you're just trying to hook up, I feel like. Because what's the, like, what's the inverse though? Is that she only hooked up with you because you're a black belt? Like, I don't know that. And that's... there's a, there's a fight at MSG apparently. So this guy has money. There is yeah. a fight in MSG. I will not be fighting in it, but Hey man, we gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> it's in November. It's in November. Are you going to see her again? Or was this like a, like a one and done? No, nah, we didn't even exchange. Any I was about to say, did you even honestly. like close? Seal the deal? Yeah. Nah, nah. Oh, jeez. All right. It was more so like a extended bit than anything. My, okay. my, just like my, messing uh, around. My, Rushing up on your improv, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But am I shitty for that? I mean, uh, well, mine I closed. <laughs> but what, do, do you think this girl went back to like her friends and she was like, yo, I met this dude. He's a fighter. Oh, for sure. Black belt. <laughs> You're a story. You're a Vegas story for sure. I met a black belt in Vegas. <laughs> and it was a complete, complete and fallacy. And it's this idiot. Right well, <laughs> well, at least you weren't an NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's I, my lie. Yo, look, I've told people that I was a kicker 
Oh, okay. So the lies continue. Bro. I was going to say, wait, so this is not a first time offense oh, for you. you nah. You've been perfecting this. Okay. So. Okay. Dude, bend the truth, but don't lie. Like I'll say, I'll say like, cause I did, I did kick in college. So like, I'm not exactly fully lying, but like where I ended up kicking at, I did. Oh, okay. So I guess, I guess for me that it's a bend of the and truth. No, listen, man, your bullshit is my bullshit if you're my friend. Hey, hey, listen. And we're not hurting nobody. We're just having a good talk. And if it gets to a point where I got to be like, yo, look, I was lying this whole time, then we deal with the consequences then. Yeah. yeah. As, as a man, you do have to, you have I'm to, getting you a have head to nod. I'm sensing sarcasm. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of how I would feel like after, it depends on how good in bed you are. Because I feel like if I, I go out with you, you lie to me, but then we have a great time and you're like, oh, by the way, I'm not a kicker. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, we had, you're great in bed. I'm like, I could forgive it. But if you suck. <laughs> Or you're mediocre. That then you're like, pissed, right? Isn't that the kicker. barometer? Yeah. Then you're like, he's definitely a kicker. Though. Okay. All right, yeah. You want to hear my? All right. So, so mine, my lie. Uh, this happened in numerous All Star weekends, and this was like early 2000s, into the beginning of the 2010s. Can you tell people again how you end up there and who like your brother is? <laughs> name drop. My, bro. I, I I don't like to. That's I not, love to name. I'm a big not, name drop. You're guy. from New York. That's why. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Fair enough. Well, all right. So my brother, my brother Jerome played in the NBA for nine, nine seasons. Um, I used to go to basically almost every NBA All-Star weekend, whether I was working or was just with him. Um, you know what I mean? Sat courtside a couple times, All-Star weekend, yada, yada, yada. So my lie at these parties, because, you know, NBA All-Star weekend is like everyone comes out. Oh, yeah. So the lie was that I played on the Clippers. Because remember, the Clippers were trash. Like, this is the Donald Sterling Clippers of, like, early 2000s. They had their, you know, herpes flare-up with Lamar Odom and, and the guys. But, like, overall, a random girl is not going to be like, oh, I'm a Clipper fan. Never existed. That never existed. So my name was Keith Richardson. I played on the Clippers. I was a guard. And, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, we come on TV every, you know, like, three times a week. Like, what you eat? And, and, and so, okay. And remember too, this is all-star weekend. So I got on like my big NBA suit. Like you remember the early big 2000s, suits. It was early yeah. 2000 suit. So I had like suits and so I blend in and then, you know what I mean? I'm dapping up all the players because the players know me. So you're looking like a somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah, it, it definitely, uh, yeah, it worked a few times. Damn bro. Dude, a a few times. Oh Yeah. Oh, so this is like, uh, you're another one. You're like perfecting. Like this is like your, uh, oh, your yeah. alter ego, so to speak. Well, well, so, okay. So Keith Richardson was a cross between Keith Kloss, who played on, on the Clippers, and Pooh Richardson, who played on the Clippers. So uh, that was, yeah. If you, if you won the Clippers, you'd be like, oh, there is a Keith. Maybe I misheard. Or, oh, there is a Richardson. It worked like Damn. Yeah. Yours is way better, though, I feel like. I mean, that was, that was the, we're going to talk about lying, but like, I don't lie. Like that's usually, I mean, I lied about my age when I was younger to get like older girls. Yeah. Never, never. I was saying I was a black belt because that's like, so, but see, you can fight. See, I can't fight. So if a fight broke out, you'd at least be able to protect. If a fight broke out. I could fight. Chick, you better run. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, did you cause the fight? Did the girl cause the fight? Because if she caused the fight, I'm out. I'm sorry. Good luck. Bro, you, that's... You, chose, you chose this path, not me. Dude, that's one of my worst nightmares of like dating someone. And they're the ones that started an altercation. Oh my God. And you have to like chime in and like, you know, like not be a, 
not be you you don't want to be that guy that like doesn't you know what i mean well, like respectfully right like you want to stand you're up saying like woman. in other words if she's not good at the matchup like if she picks a dude who like is why are you picking this fight? It's right, like, pick, yeah. a, pick a good, like, nah, but like, not, like, like, like be a good matchmaker if you're going yeah. to set the fight. Dude, there was one time many years ago where I was so into this girl and I was like, damn, was, I might like Greek chick. My, my parents loved her. Okay. Like, but dude, every time we went out, it was always an altercation. Yeah. And bro, I avoid conflict. Like the plague. Like, yeah. At all. Yo, you're a bitch. No problem, man. You can have what, like it doesn't, there's not a lot of shit that gets me mad. Like if you have yeah. off the top of my head, like the first thing that comes to mind when I think about like what angers me truthfully, bro, and I'm not even trying to be funny. If you have like an Instagram for your pet, like that, that gets me mad. That and horoscopes. That's an ick. Horoscopes. Horoscopes. That's kids also. would say it's an ick. Yeah. yeah. And, and horoscopes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know about the horoscopes. The horoscopes is crazy to me. But that's a yeah. I know, I know. See, I see. You gotta understand. You, you, you knew this. You, you like you, you. Speaking of like, I don't want to start a fight. You started in with me because I posted one thing about my sign. You're like, I hope you don't believe in this shit. So yeah. you're saying you don't start fights, but clearly there are see? a few hot button issues with you. See, listen, man. If you make life altering decisions because the moon and the planets are aligning in a certain way, and because you're a Pisces, I think you're a fucking idiot. Well, I think if you go out and tell people you're a black belt so you can try to get laid, I think you're a fucking idiot. I feel like that's fair. That's a 10-8. Are we not on par? That's a 10-8. That's a 10-8. That's a 10-8. Yeah. 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 You know what? Listen, man. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. So I got 10-8 on my own show. My my ex uh, tried to get me to fight Paul Pierce in the club. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that happened. So yeah. I told you about Paul Pierce when he was in the studio. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, you did. You did. And, me uh, and Paul had already had beef anyway, just because. Nah, but it was super we were friendly, never bro. Because so like, I, um, when I played basketball and like when I played basketball and you know how like you bullshit with your friends, you're like, yo, who do you play? Like, who are you like? I'm the truth. I, I would tell people, I was like, yo, I'm, I play like Paul Pierce. I play really slow, methodical, like same speed throughout. So when he came here for uh, Cam and Mesa's show, it is what it is. I was micing him up and I went over and I was like, yo, you used to kill us because, you know, he was a Nick killer when he played right. with the Celtics. He's like, yeah, I love playing in MSG. And then I was like, yo, bro, when I play basketball, I tell people I play like you. And he just looked at me like this. <laughs> nah. And he just, he just bodied me hard. I was like, damn, bro. You just violated me. This is why, this is why I almost got in a fight with him. But anyway. <laughs> Speaking of fighting, one of the reasons why I got Bree on the show because Bree is a Massive UFC fan, and there's a UFC pay per view this weekend. We got Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. Down under. Down under. Yeah. For the middleweight title. Uh, Bree, my question to you, and a little backstory I don't know if I told you this. I know you know this. Uh, he's my favorite fighter right now in the UFC. Yeah. Israel okay. Adesanya. My question to you is why are we having this fight? I know they wanted to do a pay-per-view in Australia. They needed a big name. Um, Izzy was like a good pick. Well, he's from, he's New Zealand, I believe, correct? Yeah, which is right there. Right. Fair. Close, close enough. enough. Yeah. It works. It's like Staten Island, New York. It's like not the, not the same. We know it's not the same, but it's close enough. Oh my God. Oh no. I didn't, I did not mean to go on a tangent. I didn't know. Of, here we go. What, what? Staten Island, New York. It's not the same, that, but it kind of is. No, I'm not. I'm not having that. You're not, oh. It's a borough. You know how I said not a lot of things make me angry? That makes you angry? Yeah. 
Wait, are you from Staten Island? No. You're from, you're from you Queens. Kids? Look at my shirt. You're from you're Queens. Saying, this is, you don't even have a dog in the fight. And then meanwhile, you're I, like upset. Staten Island sucks. It's not really a borough. It's a borough. Well, maybe Australia feels the same way about New Zealand. I don't know. I'm not saying that, but maybe <laughs> the they do. The only thing cool about Staten Island is the Wu-Tang Clan. Hey, hey, and that, that you win. That immediately gives you a seat at the table. So you you back that out. You just back up. Damn, that's like no. saying that's like saying Harlem, right. Harlem or Yonkers or boroughs. It's the same thing. It's, I mean, it's you know what I mean Harlem claims to be a borough, but they're Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. They but like, no, we Harlem. Is, is I go by the five families. Like those are the right? <laughs> oh mafioso stuff. Yeah, I feel like for the five. That's you didn't have a family, then you don't have a. Okay, I can see it. I can see it. Okay, so going back to that though, I'm sorry. Yeah, so they. I feel like they needed a big name for the card. Um, and Izzy was like, I mean, who else was going to fight right now? Yeah. And who else is he going to fight with? He's already run through the, the, the so. Yes. At least with Strickland, I feel like they know he's going to make headlines because of what he says. So if I were the boss and I was like, if, if this is what I had in front of me to choose from, I mean, what's, what, let me ask you this. What's the better fight to make if you were in the It's. You bring up a really good point that they needed a title fight because one of the loopholes when they go to these places for the numbered cards, it's got to be something. It got to be for something. That's why they did the BMF for Dustin and Justin. Where was that? That was in Salt Utah. Lake, Utah. Right? That was in Utah. I was there. Yeah, yes, you went it was. To that. You were there. Yeah. Traumatizing experience. What? Wait, wait. So, do you go to a lot of fights? I do, and I'm friendly with um, some of Dustin's friends and family. Okay. So. Name drop. I like this. Yeah. Well, Our kind I mean, of I'm like well, the. I, no, I was in the back, like trying to hook her. Like, yeah, girl, I got you. She, she good. <laughs> Never mind, man. All right, she let me go through the whole spiel too. It's like, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Well, I wanted get to you see there. your act. I mean, you, you were kind of coming in here talking about like what you would do. So Dang. I wanted to, say, I wanted to let you go and like, but I believed you. I mean, you really sold it. I was hey, like, oh, hey, this it guy. wasn't a lie. Was a, that, that was all. That was all truth. There's it felt no, genuine. There's, there's no. It, well, it was. It was. It was out of love. You know what I mean? You're your Knicks people, so you know you gotta gotta help out wherever you can. Uh, to answer, yes, this is the fight. He's beat everyone else except for uh, Duplessis. That's it. He's he's beaten Robert Whitaker multiple times, right? Yeah. Okay. He's beaten uh, Cannoneer. He's beaten uh, Vittori. He's beaten Paulo Costa. He's beaten Derek Brunson. I didn't realize DB was number seven, but like I mean, of everyone in that top realm. He's already fought him. So, I mean, uh, what I will say, Sean Strickland is a great guy. But in the, uh, in the promo pictures, like, you know, the, the, the picture when you pass by the UFC, like the picture that's on the billboard, Sean Strickland just looked like he's happy to be here. <laughs> like his picture, like he's just like, like, you know, he, he just looks like, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy for this check. I'll enjoy Australia and then I'm going to go home. <laughs> I mean, bro, even if you look at the betting lines, he's, uh, Izzy's minus 650. Oh, my God. Strickland is plus 450. And I, this fight, to me, Bree, it just doesn't, it makes sense from the standpoint of... A showrunner. Yeah. You're putting on a show. Everybody mm. else is booked, right? Like, we know heavyweight is in November. We know 155 is in Abu Dhabi. We know Leon and Colby is going to either be at MSG in November or in December. Taporia and Volk. I mean, Volk just fought, seems like, three weeks ago. It seems Volk, like. Volk be fighting every five minutes, I think. Uh, O'Malley just won the title, so he ain't fighting. 125 happened in July. The only available title was that one. And Izzy being from down there. Izzy also is incredibly active. Oh, this is his 12th fight. 
like main event fight and Habib Habib posted something about Izzy and he said that he's one to two title defenses away from entering the John Jones era. If you think about it, like dude has just dominated the entire division. Yeah. And I kind of fuck with that, bro. If you're just that good at that one division, like why move up? Well, he can't move up. He tried, right? He, yeah. Well, he, so, he tried, yeah. but he's not, he's physically not, like he doesn't really gain weight. He's African. You know what I mean? Like his, his DNA is African. So he doesn't really put on a whole bunch of mass. He's got really small legs. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, and then, you know, uh, who he never has, he never has a bad weight cut for that reason too. Like yeah. he walks around. I think when he fought Jan at 205, he weighed in at like 196. Yeah, he came in at like 200. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jan Blahovich, those guys are coming down. He had to eat up. Yeah. Like, he, that's not his weight. So, um, you know what I mean? And he wouldn't go down further. So, Well, that yeah. being said, though, I feel like, so then, okay, fine. If I can't give like a proper matchup, right? He's run through everybody. What's my next best bet? Put on the most entertaining fight I think I can make. And like with Drickus, it's I feel like, like he, he doesn't have like the Sean Strickland sort of like they knew. I said this to you before. I feel like it's almost like they told Sean, go out and make headlines, you know, like do a bunch of crazy shit, like beef up this fight. And I feel like if they're going to do the other fight, they'll do it in South Africa. That'll be Dana's. If I'm Dana and I'm thinking long term, I think shit we will do like they already had some banter. It touched on some political issues in Ooh. South Africa. Oh, yeah. If I'm Dana, I'm thinking that's our South Africa card if we do it. But for this, let's bring in Sean. We know he's going to make waves. Yeah. It's an easy sell. For the record, I'm more African than uh, Drickus is. <laughs> <laughs> I never got a chance to say that on my show. I started, we started talking about something else and I was like, dang it, I had something for that. But yeah, like well, also, that Dupl was crazy. Duplessis didn't get this opportunity because he got hurt. That's right. So, and, and he had just fought. Like he, I feel like he just fought yeah, in he, June, right? He fought, he fought at IFW. He fought on the bull card. Yeah. This wasn't, it wasn't so going to happen. It was too quick of a turnaround. And then you factor in that he got hurt. Yeah. It just made sense. But Izzy is like so active. dude. Like this dude is fighting all the time. He's fighting whoever. Yeah. I mean, he's fought, he's fought everyone. He's cleaned, he's cleaned everyone he, out. He, uh, he, 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 he avenged his only loss in division. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? He, 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 he finally ended the conversation with Pereira. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Is what it is. Oh, actually, wait a minute. I thought I saw this headline. So it says that they would have fought, according to Dana, he did a press conference after a contender series and he said that it would have been them, but that um, Trickus basically turned down the fight in Sydney. It was so, probably too soon of a turnaround. That's yeah. the only thing it would have to be. But I mean, you turn around title fights? That ain't smart. I mean, bro, if you're, it's weird, right? Because I feel as if I would always take the fight. I, wasn't it you I had the conversation with about the bone nickel thing with that dude? Mm. Yes. Who was the guy that just fought bone nickel? Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, we were talking about that. And he had just fought like three times in like a month almost. I forget his name. And I know who you're talking about. And he actually fought well in that fight. Uh, I think you're shoot. being polite. Well, I mean, look, listen, to, to turn around and keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting. I mean, he fought Woodburn. Val Woodburn. Yeah. Okay. So when that fight happened, he took that fight on like four or five days notice. My, my thought process is, as I am a professional UFC fighter fighting in November, Josh Embry, you know, let's not get it twisted. If I have an opportunity to 
to take a, a fight on short notice. And it's against a hype train. It's against this fight gets me to the next point, the title, or it is a title fight. I'm going to take it. But if it's a short notice fight because the third fight on the prelim got scratched and now Josh needs an opponent, I'm probably not taking it. But Val Woodburn takes his debut fight on like four days, five days notice, but it's Bo Nickel to open a pay-per-view. I'm probably taking it. The one thing I will say I'm definitely about, taking it. Well, the one thing I will say in terms of not taking fights, I know how hard it is for some of my friends to get fights made and that they scratch and claw That's just to the get counter. the fight. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, listen, these guys, they don't make the money to just be like, ah, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, they've got, like, if you have an opportunity to fight again and you're okay, even if you're not okay, if you're okay enough to possibly go win or possibly at least do okay, you got to take the fight. Um, especially in, in mixed martial arts. Now, if we're talking boxing, no, not necessarily. But in the UFC, take the fight. It sucks, but it also does also get you closer to your next contract. How do you feel about this take? I was going to say, I'm going to, let me pose a question to you. Who is like your dream, like the dream, like, to fuck? Like, who's like your dream? Like, Whoa. Whoa, where did that? Lord. Well, I have a point, but okay. I need, an, I need right. answers. All right. You need to marinate for a second. We'll you give need you me like. To go? I mean, nah. My favorite woman of all time is Trish Stratus. All time? Yeah. Okay. Like, no question that Trish is nice. So if you had the sorry, yeah, between the Staten Island and the Trish slander, I'm gonna need to. No, I'm like, saying she's nice. Like I've met her kick. many times. She's a nice person. She's cool. Who's your person? I don't know. I like. I, I was talking today. She was like, you didn't say all time. Oh, dude. If, yeah. I mean, all time. Adriana Lima, too. All time. Generational talent. Generation. That's tough. Holly Berry, all time. We're going to talk about time. How did I know? I wish if, I said it because I knew that's what you were going to say. Okay. Holly Berry, Megan Good, Drea Michelle. Oh. You go either, any, however, which way you want to go. You I do would. look I'm a little crazy. I do. It's bad. Megan, it's not. Megan Good came to my coffee truck one time. That's uncalled for. And that's, that's and unfair. And you know who else? She came with Minka Kelly. Oh, Minka Kelly oh. was in Friday Night Lights. That was my yeah, Derek Cheaters one time. Yeah, <laughs> she made the baseball diamond, the famous baseball diamond. Derek Jeter, you ever yeah. seen this thing? No, you never seen the baseball diamond, bro. It's a die. It's all the the women that he ever dated, and it's like oh, she made the baseball diamond. Oh, okay. I never I never heard of it put in that way. I'm not from New York. I don't know the, the bro, extra like under layer like, like Derek Jeter stuff like. Iconic piece and like I mean I know I know some I of the ones I, I listen he's Derek no I Jeter mean like the, a, the the artwork of the baseball diamond it's oh, like oh I like thought you known. meant like the fact that he hooked up with all these great women oh I, I mean that also that goes oh that's saying. what I thought you were saying but Minka Kelly and Megan Good came and Megan Good used to be in Friday Night Lights Megan Good no uh, Minka, uh, Kelly, Minka Kelly yeah. excuse me them two came to the coffee truck and Minka Kelly I was like yo I used to be in love with you. She's like, used to? Oh. Hey. Damn. Hey, listen. Terrible listen. setup. No, no. I should have lied. You immediately… No, you recover that fumble. What do you mean? You fumbled and then just sat I, there I, and was yeah. like, here's your coffee? I hooked them, I hooked them up with, with, with donuts. So That's, That wasn't I fed them. Class. Class. But where were you going with this? <laughs> I was going to say, if you had the opportunity to fuck your dream woman 
and you were, let's say though, it was after like a bender, like you like you ate like shit, you were drinking, you weren't even sure if you could get it up. You just were like, would you still do it? Or would you say, shit, I'm going to hope that I get this opportunity one more time so I can perform well, or I'm just going to do it because I might not and just go for broke and hope something happens, but risk doing poorly on what could be a once in a lifetime shot. You want to know why you're not going to do poorly? I Give love me the how you brought this all the way. There? And yeah, that was phenomenal. Give Thank me the you. segue. She gave you the segue. Blue Chew, baby. Shout out to one of the sponsors. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. This episode, we talk about sex, apparently. We've been apparently. talking about sex. You know, we went from UFC to now we're talking Smashing about sex. Smashing our dreams. <laughs> but the episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days where you always were ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. Use the promo code VM. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead. In this scenario, we weren't planning ahead because we got this late call. Right? We got to go and perform. Maybe we're not. Blue Chew will help us to live out our dreams and make it to the UFC as the black belt and the uh, <laughs> fight that I have coming up in November. Blue Chew tablets are made in the U.S. and prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package so you can, you know, not have to tell people they need some PEDs in order to perform. Head on over to Blue Chew and receive $5 off. Only the shipping is what it'll cost you. Blue Chew free when you use our promo code VM at checkout. Just pay the shipping $5. That's bluechew.com promo code VM to receive your first month free Blue Chew. That is when uh, Trish Stratus rolls through, you're good to go. What about you, Ms. Bree? I mean, Bree, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same question here. Obviously. Oh, would I wait, you're saying? Well, I mean, like... I would wait. You'd wait? I would wait. Because you're a woman. <laughs> I would wait. I, I would want to give this it, like, my happen. best, you know. Yeah. Because I feel like the, the, like, the, the torture that I would inflict upon myself if I went in, like, half-cocked, no pun intended, but, like, well, especially not for me, but you know what I mean? Like, if I went in, if I went in, I wasn't, like operating in my prime, like the fallout from that scares me too much. I'd be like, I would rather lose the opportunity personally than like, no, I was going in not at my best. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're going up against the best. Like you said before, it's not like he's just taking a fight. It's like, it's the, you know, he knows he has to bring like the A game. It's the guy who's running through the division. I wouldn't take that fight on short notice for what's the point. Yeah. So you can lose and say, oh, I lost to the greatest of all time. But, but I feel as if there's no, it's the Jorge Masvidal thing when he fought Usman the first time. You take that fight on six days notice where you're in your private jet in Italy eating pizza and you make that insane. I think he cut 30 pounds. That's because you have a built-in excuse and that I have like a very, I'm like, okay. I don't know how I feel about that. That's, that's, that's very fair because one could look at it the way I am. It's like, ah, yo, I'm going to take this fight, but I got a built-in excuse. But I don't think that's an excuse. I think that's a reason. And I personally think there's a difference between the two. I think there's a difference between reasons and excuses the same way I think there's a difference between betting and gambling. And with Mazadol, I think that that was a built-in reason as to why he took the fight. Because I'm sure Dana probably told him like, yo, I'm going 
I'm going to take that fight and I'm going to just, whatever happens, if I win, it's only going to build my superstardom. Yeah. Because yeah. this guy's a gangster and he fucking took this fight on six days and now he's a champ. But if I lose, it's, well, I took the fight on six days. Yeah. yeah. Well, if Dana guaranteed me a rematch and was like, listen, even if you lose, I'll do you a favor and we'll make it like a rivalry and I'll guarantee you a rematch at some point in the future, then I would do it. Sure, but those are also tricky if it's not an immediate rematch because yeah. what when, happens is When does if, this mean? Like where I'm obviously not entitled to a rematch. So yeah, like... Uh, if so, I don't show well... Yeah, jo Josh is the champ uh, uh, at our division and I take the fight and I get slept. But I got guaranteed that, oh, later down the road, you'll fight Josh again. If it's not an immediate rematch, what happens if I go and I fight you... And I get knocked out again. It's like, well, we can't give him the title shot again. Can't give him the shot. Yeah. So to me, then you're just proving my point, though, where I would be like, oh, well, I don't want to take the fight if I if I not at my best and I don't have the opportunity to be the champ. That's all I'm saying. So okay, back to the other part. What would not be your best? It oh, like it sexually? Yeah, like what? Like oh, what, what are we rolling into? Know. Not as the best. Like hair is not good. You're not feeling good about yourself. A little bloated, maybe. I don't know. Like, okay. Maybe just like a little. Okay. All right. I There's some spotting. Dry possibly. mouth. I don't. Yeah. Like I just would want to okay. be. I don't know. I like to All be right. like. I consider. I'm like. You're gonna hate this. I'm like an Aries, and to me, like sex is a. Well, no, no. To listen. Be the best. No. Okay. First off, you need to stop that because this is what you're up against. Like, ladies, ladies. They, look, look. And there's different degrees, as you said. I can't get behind no, this. No, at no, all. no, no, no. But look, look, listen, listen. There's degrees to it, right? You don't have to, like you said, if someone is mapping out their life, no. No. Should not map out your life. It's like anything else. Right. But it does, it does give you some inclination just to be like, oh, okay, yeah, you might be predisposed to liking this stuff. Or you might be a little bit more hot-blooded. Now, that might also be just who you are, but you might have a predisposition to be that way. So when a lady says, oh, I'm this, it's good to at least know what you're up against. Okay. When you immediately throw it down and throw it and throw down a flight of steps with it, she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would want to even deal with all that after. I'd rather just be like, nah, man, I'm good. I told you, see, I got into it in high school. It was a way to get girls. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, you're this, missing this, out on opportunity. I'm trying there. to tell you. You you looking at it the wrong way. You gotta look at it. Well, listen, hunting. man, that's why look. I do, I do stretch the truth a little bit, but I don't like lying completely. So I'm not going to be there and be like, yeah, you know what? I, I look at the stars and the planets. <laughs> no, no. And well, you might want to try if the black belt didn't, like if the black belt thing didn't work, I'd be willing to give the planet thing a try. Yeah, Keith but Richards like the black works. belt thing, sure, it is. It and is. you'd be like, oh, it's just because I'm sensitive. I'm a Pisces. And it'll just be like, I guarantee you, but we'll have a bet. We'll have a betting show. We'll have a bet. Hook, line, and sinker. I bet you, you could sell somebody on that. Ooh, By God. telling them that I'm a Pisces. If and you say you're, like you're a little sensitive because you're a you're Pisces. Like, oh, we'll send them a Pisces and like, try to like make fun of yourself, self-deprecating. Self I think you could. Damn, that, okay, if it, you do it that way, yes. I like this. Yeah, but if you come off like, well, you know, I'm sensitive because I'm a Pisces. Like, no. Nah, that ain't going nah, 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 It's got to no. be like a joke. Got but it. I feel like I feel like that will perform better than the black belt. Like I'm fighting at MSG. I'm, I'm trying black. to tell you. Guys, at Veterans Minimum on Twitter, what would work better? The capping that I'm a black belt or selling the idea of me being into horoscopes? No, being like a sensitive astrology sell. boy, not into horoscopes. Listen, all I have to do is drop the mic and say I'm a Scorpio and girls immediately have a reaction. Every single time. You yeah, they hate you, further. but they know you're good in bed. See? Or they're like, oh, my ex was a Scorpio and then 
But then they are, they're already immediately spinning it. I ain't even say anything else. Right. They just be like, what's your sign? Well, I'm a Scorpio. Yeah, the bare minimum, it's a conversation starter. Boom. You're banking on the fact that the chick even understands what a black belt is. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm hoping she doesn't do. Because <laughs> she's somebody's going to drop in a stance one time and you're going to be in trouble. That's what I'm hoping. Somebody's like, yeah, like someone's like a professional and you're going to just be totally fucked. Oh, like the girl's going to be a black belt? Yeah, yeah she's, gonna drop she's like, stance. oh, I train. Where do you train at? And you're yeah. going to be like, fuck, what do I do now? Nah, I'm going to say I train, at, I train under the Shapiro brothers. Who did you That's study not, under? Yeah. And then I'm going to call Shane. I'm going to be like, yo, listen, this girl thinks I'm a black belt. You got to like tell her. You got to just come on, bro. My bullshit is your bullshit. Shane, I'm going to clip this. I'm going to tag you. This, this is how we do. Right? I respect All hands the arts. on deck. I respect oh, the arts. I do. But, you know, every now and then we got to do what we got to do. I understand. Who do you got in this main event and how? Uh, I think um, I think Izzy wins. Obviously, I think Izzy wins in three. Um, so you think he puts him away? Yeah, yeah. More than likely. More than likely. I mean, you know, if you really just look at the way he fights, even when they're, you know, the type of fights when, um, I'm trying to think, what was the, uh, when he fought uh, uh, Yoel. Okay. Even in those types of fights, when the guy's not fighting, he still finds a way to lead the fight. Um, so even, you know, in, in I, think, I think Strickland's best course of action is to take the fight directly at, at Asanya. Like, do not sit back and try to wait. Well, he got to fight the way he fights, which yeah, is walking he, him down. Yeah, yeah. You have to. And you can't be afraid. That's his, only that's, that's his only path to winning. And like when we talked about O'Malley, we said the only path for him to win was really knockout. Yeah. And that's what he did. Well, like, the, I think the difference is Strickland can put a pace on him and he could rack up a lot of significant strikes where on the scorecards, he doesn't need to knock out Izzy. I think Strickland, the way he fights, he could win a decision off him. Do you have to beat the champ? Yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate that though, too. You do. And beat the champ in his home-ish like home -ish country? It's not looking good. Not looking good at all. What do you got? You know, I made the mistake of betting against Izzy last time just because I felt like his mindset, I, I felt like he was rattled. Hold it out anyway. Well, a lot of people felt that way. Yeah. Like, I felt like the, like the, you know, like some, I, I always like to pay attention to when I, I feel like somebody else gets under a fighter's skin. You know, like I feel like mm. when, once their cage is rattled, you never know. Um, it's either that or if they're not taking the fight seriously. Those are always like my red flags. Um now, I agree with you because to, to add to that, I hate when a fighter goes into a fight and the talk of retirement is, is even is like brought out up. there. Is even like, in oh, there, yeah. Because they shouldn't even be thinking, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he, I feel like I'm going to go with Izzy. Um, but I always say every dog has their day in MMA. But it doesn't feel to me, unless he's bluffing, it doesn't feel to me like Sean's really taking it seriously. I feel like he's going out there and he's being entertaining, and he is. He's being wild now, but I don't feel like he's like super hungry. Whereas like when he fought Cannoneer, I felt like he just was like, I don't give a fuck about the press conference. Like he was clocked in. And I feel like it showed during the fight. Like even though Izzy won, like he gave him a run for his money. And I feel like that showed. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not really getting that vibe from Sean again, unless he's totally bluffing and he's like, I'm going to act like a clown, make him think I'm not taking it seriously and then come out and be like. I'm That's interesting. Yeah. And listen, it's it's possibly his one and only shot. So, you know, you've gotta you've gotta give it everything you have. There's no reason to come back to Vegas and, and not be 
I do you know, think empty tank. Look for. I usually like to ask people like from a one to ten, how excited are you for this pay per view, or this event? I'm at like a four, and it's only because of Adesanya. Like I don't think this card is, is that good. You know, like if I don't get invited to someone's crib, I'm probably not watching this. I'll be honest. You're gonna with you. crowdfund it. You're gonna crowdfund the paper. No, nah, probably just isn't it airing early too because it's down yeah. there. Yeah. So like, no, yeah. I think this one's no. I think this one is finally normal time. It said seven on Google. Really. I so think it's going to be like I in the middle of the night, their time? Or in the morning, because I think they're almost 12 hours. Oh. So it might be, or maybe like late morning for them. Yeah, no, I think wow, this is right, late yeah. morning Main for Australia. Of, okay, so I stand corrected. Okay. Because I, I love nothing more than staying home on Saturdays. <laughs> Whenever they have these UFC. You're not going to watch? I don't believe you. Would you play like at least like a 20, what's the over under? Like a $20 cover? Was, like, was that worth it to you to go see it? You just watch on your phone. No, but on my phone, I would have to pay the whole thing for it. We're not doing that. Dana's always listening. I'll still watch just because I feel like sometimes it's like the cards that you don't expect much from end up being sleeper hits. That's a good point. Yeah. And the cards that you're like, oh my God, this is going to be the best ever wind up being like, eh. yeah, yeah, I, I, that's happened so many times. The last thing, the last thing I'll say about this, I think, I think Izzy wins by however he wants, but. Strickland can make this a really... This could be one of Izzy's best fights. Just because the opponent is going to push it to him. Yeah. Like Romero didn't push it to him. No. Cannoneer didn't push him. You know, Vittori kind of... Pereira did. Pereira did. And, and they feel, were bangers. And I, and I feel like it, it could be that style of fight. Yeah. Like, if, if, it's, if, it, if, if, if Strickland has a chance, it has to be that style of fight. The, like he'll it, go for broke. Yeah, yeah. like Izzy. Go. Izzy is uh, he's my favorite fighter. He's my favorite fighter to watch. I had Eric Nixick on the show, and in ninety seconds, he explained Adesanya's entire like fight style to me. And I was like, "Bro, I've watched every fight of his in the UFC and some glory shit." Yeah, you just explained his entire career better than all the hours that I've spent watching and researching him, but. Gastelum pushed it to him. Whitaker in the first fight pushed it to him. These are the kind of fighters, these are the kind of fights where you can see Izzy really be like, holy shit, this guy's the most exciting dude in the, in the UFC. Yeah. Because when it's not, when you're not pushing it to him, he stays back. He's like, I'll he, chill. He scores points, wins yeah. decisions, and gets his, he's the highest paid guy right now in the UFC. So you don't want him to be safe, you want him to put on a show. No, I'm saying Strickland will force him, will to, put force him to put on a show because okay. of the way he fights. Yeah. But I'll, I'm someone where, especially being able to train with, with some UFC fighters or having them come to the gym and you start understanding like the business side of it. Like, I mean, I never booed fighters anyway. Like, oh my God, why are they, you know, why aren't they doing anything? Why aren't they going for the knockout? Whatever it might be. Like, yo, just get your win and get your money. Like, however it is. If you want to lay and pray for three rounds, like, by all means, go and do that. So if Izzy fights boring fights, but he collects his money, so be it. But I do think Strickland is going to force it out of him to just go out there and be like, yo, it's going to be a dog fight. So it could be one of those things where the main event is such a banger that you'll remember this card and be like, oh shit, this was a dope-ass card. Yeah, Because it happened with Usman, Usman Leon 2, the head kick. That oh. card was trash. It was... I'm still but, mad about that. Well, we remember it because of the head kick knockout. God, Usman had that daggone fight in yeah. the bag. So, 
Bree, I want you to tell people where they can find you on social media before we continue with some NFL talk after this Patreon read, but where can they find you? I am shadow banned. So you have to type in the, no, you can find me, but you have to type in the full name. So it's at Bree Bree Hunter, B-R-I-B-R-I Hunter. No underscores, nothing, but you have to type in the full thing to get at me. I'm on the, you, on the I'm on you location. are out of control. We've got to, we've got to, now I have to understand why you're shadow banned. What Jeez. happened? Learning more and more about you. I mean, I feel like my photos are like like Maxim esque. They're not like bad, bad, but oh. they're they tend to be a little. Um, they're getting more and more. Side. Yeah, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Provocative? Strict. Well, no, they're getting my photos are fun, but they're getting more strict on uh, oh. Instagram. So it's like what was once fine is now really. Yeah, man. Well, half these girls about to be shadow banned. Then yeah, I don't think it's the truth. Hard out there in these streets. You said them. some. You 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 had a clap back at somebody, and they they didn't like it as well. <laughs> I think someone's out to get me. Somebody's out to get. Me. Well, I'm hoping now that like Zuckerberg's doing like MMA, maybe I'll run into him at one of the fights and be like, "Hey, can you give me a break on your platform? You know what I mean? <laughs> like parlay that into some type of. Can I be on the green list? You know, like I don't want to be blacklisted anymore. So, hopefully, we'll see. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Patreon roll call. Big ups to the members of the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. We've gotten 15 new members of the Patreon in the month of August and up until now. Uh, we're at 69 Patreon members. Josh, don't get excited. But because of the number, I know how you are. Um, big ups to the members of the Patreon. We got Ben Coatsian, Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Daniel Gibson, Devin Rendon, Jordan Riley, Mike Stevens, and Rune is back as a member of the Patreon. Thank you all for your contributions to the Patreon. Starting this week, we are adding a new thing to the Patreon. Every Friday, there's going to be a audio or a video episode of me and Kenny Betts Big. We'll be on the Monday shows. We are going to be doing a video of the five picks we're going to be putting into the Circa Millions contest. Kenny and I are going to split an entry and we're going to do the Circa Millions. It's the hardest NFL contest on the planet. We're splitting an entry 
And we have some announcements in the coming weeks of what we're going to do with whatever money we win. We're going to give some of it back to the members of the Patreon. But there'll be some betting exclusive. It's literally going to be the five picks that we put into the contest. So you'll be able to tail it. You'll be able to see it. And then as you're watching this on YouTube, the $20 tier, you get some merch on discount. $40 tier, you get some merch on discount. If you guys pledge for the whole year, you guys get merch as well. So patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Josh, NFL. Yes, sir. We made it. We have made it. It's here. I've got my my Barry Sanders exclusive on today. I like that. I, I felt, uh, you know, obviously I know that that you're, uh, we, we both, well, no, no. You don't feel like the Lions are going to do it. You didn't feel like the Lions were going to do it last year either. Nah, uh, they're not a playoff team for me. Um, I'm not buying into the hype. Though, you know, we are recording this prior to the Thursday Night Football game. Kelsey might be out. Chris Jones might not be there. So they might actually be able to make some noise in that game. I like the over in that game. 52 and a half yep. is a play that I definitely nice. like. I think it's going to be a shootout. But yeah, that that's a dope jersey. That's my favorite running back. He, he's my favorite of all time. Yeah. It's in... It's not even close. Um, when you really think about Barry Sanders and you think about what he meant to the game, but then also just the things that he did at a time where, you know, shoulder pads were this big and people could grab you, sling you to the ground. He wasn't a big guy. Barry Sanders, like, 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, you know what I mean? Like, as, as John Madden used to say, he has moves on moves. Mm. And uh, I, lo- I loved Barry Sanders. He used to make people look foolish, bro. Stupid. And to this day, like, think about it. There is no one, like, I think Shady McCoy was, like, the last one that was close. That's a good-ass comp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was the last one that I was like, oh, like, he, uh, Brian Westbrook for a moment. Uh, for a moment. For a slight way moment. More, way more McCoy and yeah. uh, please no more Eagle running backs from I, that era I, I because... Mean, it's, it's kinda, oh, you felt it too. They was I, giving yeah, it to him we too. felt it. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, like no one has even been in that DNA or in that ilk since he's left. Yeah. He was one of one. Mm. Uh, Reggie Bush had him like he, uh, Reggie Bush was more Gale Sayers-esque, I think. Like he was more downhill. He'd make a move and go. Bear would make a move, make another move, do a spin and then get out and then he'd be gone and be like, how in the heck did he Pull seven moves in, in three seconds. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and he also did it with no offensive line too, bro. Zero. It was crazy. I remember Emmett Smith, he was talking one time about him and he said that if he had my offensive line, he'd run for 3,000 yards. It's just crazy. He didn't even say 2,000, bro. He said 3,000 yards is what he would run behind. He, we saw he ran for 2,000 with, yeah, with no offensive I know. line. So crazy, man. So crazy. Dude, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. We made it. Uh, once again, shout out to everyone that checked out the NFL preview show, put up some big numbers, a lot of good feedback. Thank you to everybody that was reposting it. Also, that means a lot. That's the best way. I talk about this all the time. The best thing you guys could do for a content creator is just share their stuff. It's free. You don't got to do anything else, but share it. Tag that you're listening. Uh, tag at Veterans Minimum. Tag myself. Tag Josh. We'll repost it. It goes a long way. And also, I would love for you to promote your stuff real quick with American yeah, Fan 365. American Fan 365, you know, same thing. Please like, share, subscribe, push it, you know, um, continuing to get to the next level. You know, Nick, you took a step. I didn't realize that the the page, the Veterans Minimum page, it's it's like tripled in, in numbers. 
Yeah, we we've had some cool guests, man. You know, you like took a step. Good job. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. It's uh, I'm always I'm always really transparent with everyone, and and they know you could just tell like how excited I get come football season. A lot of people do too. So the show is doing really well in the off season of yeah. NFL too. And I think I got some really cool guests on. Had Brandon Marshall on. Sean Kelly was really dope. Also, uh, some of the fun segments that we came up with when I was having you and George come in and record and whatnot. So it's cool, man. It's just you know, twice a week for eight years now. So it's just, and adding new things, adding new wrinkles to the show. And at the time you're listening, this is going to be the last show that's not going to be airing live uh, starting Monday, September 11th. Every show is going to be going live on Mondays and Wednesdays, 2.30 to 4.30 Pacific time. That's 5.30 to 7.30 in the East Coast. Uh, If you're anywhere else, uh, that's a you problem. You got to figure that one out on yourself and coordinate with the times. But uh, YouTube.com slash Veterans Minimum, you'll be able to watch this show live. So the Monday show, you'll you'll watch it live while we're recording. And then you'll get the audio a couple of hours later. And then same thing goes for the Wednesday show. So just adding new and new shit. Because um, then it doesn't grow stale too. You know what I mean? Like one of the reasons why I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting with new ideas and doing the show live also is because I don't want it to get stale to me because then it's going to get stale to the audience. So adding this new feature about going live. And I mean, you've recorded with me so many times. Like it's very rare where I do things over. Yeah, no, you know? no, you don't. You know what I mean? Like so I, I usually honestly forget. Like and, and, and I, to say something to the audience too, live versus recorded doesn't necessarily make it easier. It's just different. The way that you throw things out. You know what I mean? Because when it's live, there is no reset button. You can't stop. You know what I mean? So you kind of as a, I guess, as a creator, you just have to constantly keep that in mind. Um, but pre-records are different too because sometimes that crutch can be to your own detriment. Mm. And so then you get, you know, at least for me, sometimes I'll get stuck in neutral with a thought because I know that, well, we can just clip it. You know yeah. I mean? So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's definitely interesting. I hear you. I want to start with uh, some NFL, of course. We'll be previewing NFL week one. We got some bets on here too. We got some betting trends. But I do want to start with uh, some betting trends. Um, it's fascinating week one, right? Like yes. Week one is... Week one, I think, is the only time during the season where your, your opinions mean the most. And what I mean by that is the last time we've seen all these teams play were nine months ago. Unless it's the Chiefs and the Eagles eight months ago. (laughs) So a lot has changed in nine months. But if you have a strong lean on the Lions, the Packers and Steelers, you had a strong lead on your commanders. A little crazy, but you also, how you felt. I think there's a way you could gain an edge, whether it's in fantasy football, whether it's in sports betting, whether it's in props whatever it might be, even with your takes, to go out and say, hey, Pittsburgh, at home, like that spot. I'm buying into Jordan Love because there's so much that has changed in nine months. Yeah. Where come week three, week four, it's what's happening now. So week one, you see a lot of lines are a little misleading. The wrong teams are favored because we're basing everything on what we saw nine months ago. Yeah. So it's it's one of the things that I really like looking at. And then when when you look at some of these trends, right? Small underdogs in week one and two. 
over the last 20 years that are between a one to five and a half point underdog, 64% against the spread. Mm. It's like 63.8, but 64. So it's telling you that, all right, these teams that are underdogs of less than a touchdown, there's a reason why they're covering. There's a reason why they're winning these games. So again, it's it's something where if you have a strong stance, it could go a long way. And the way I want to introduce this one is what is your game of the week you would love to highlight? My game of the week is uh, Steelers versus the Niners. I love this. Um, I have to say that because, you know, listen, we still, you know, when we talked a little bit about this off air, the real key for me is that the Niners have been that team that's been scratching the surface right at winning a Super Bowl for roughly five to six years. Last five years or so, they've been really close. Um, and the Steelers, the Steelers now, you know, the Steelers under Mike Tomlin, they never have a losing season. They're always going to be a tough out. The Steelers being at home. I, I think that, uh, that this game, um, both ways, if the, the Steelers win, what's wrong with the Niners? The you know, Niners can't even beat the Steelers, but then also what that does to elevate the Steelers in the AFC North conversation, um, you know, which is probably going to be the most competitive uh, division in the league outside of you know, the, the NFC North. But on the flip side of that, if, the, if the, uh, the Niners win, maybe they don't do it so convincingly. Maybe the Steelers hang around a lot more than they should, or at least people perceive they should. Again, what's wrong with the Niners? Should the Niners have done more with the quarterback situation? Should they have gone and gotten Aaron Rodgers because that was out there and on the table and they didn't do it? Um, those are, I'm, I'm really interested to see because that, that game has a lot of storylines that don't necessarily pertain to the players on the field. Yes and no, because I don't agree with how you feel about Pittsburgh, which goes back to what I was talking about before, where... Why? Why? Oh, well, obviously... Because I'm high on Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm a believer of Pittsburgh, right? So, like, I have them winning the division. So, them coming out and winning... Is nothing outside of what you already expect. It's like, yeah, this is what I think that they would do, right? And what's fascinating about this division with AFC North, even though these two teams are not in the same division... Between the Bengals, Ravens, Browns, and Steelers, the AFC North win totals add up to 40. So the win total for the Bengals is 11.5. The Steelers is, is 8.5. The Browns is 9.5. And, and then the Ravens is 10.5. When you add that up, that comes out to 40, which would make it the best on-paper division entering a season from a win total perspective in 21 years. Wow. So they're expecting this to be a slugfest. Fucking bar fight. Yeah. Right? So, you're right in the sense of this is going to be a big one because it is a home game also for for Pittsburgh. It's the first home game that they're having for week one since 2014. They played eight straight week one games on the road. I did not realize that. Here's the thing about Pittsburgh. I absolutely love the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. They're my favorite underdog. Uh, Spoiler. They're a contest pick. Dude, they were a contest pick, bro. In like May when they put out the line yeah. at plus three. Now it's plus two and a half. Well, pl- at plus three, I was like, oh, bro, I'm definitely taking Pittsburgh. Again, you bet numbers, not teams. Pittsburgh as a home dog under Mike Tomlin is 
basically free money. He's the most profitable head coach in NFL history as an underdog at home. 53, 30, and 4. And the craziest thing, the craziest thing, TJ Watt is healthy. Yes, he is. During the offseason, I said TJ Watt is the only defensive player in the league that if he got ruled out, I would move the point spread for. Yes, and I got some that. people being like, yo, it's a, not a quarterback, yada, yada, all this stuff. Last year, TJ Watt in the lineup with the Steelers, 8-2. and two. Without him, terrible. <laughs> well, like, what was that? One, one, in, one something in one? They won nine games last year. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like nine, yeah. nine and seven, uh, one and seven. Well, and remember they went uh, and, uh, they, and they tied. Yeah, the tie. yeah, yeah. So like one, one seven six, and one, one, one six, six and, and one. one. Yeah. And then Jesus. It's, it's big, man, having TJ Watt. Because, dude, I feel as if another thing I've talked about in the past for years now, for years, once I finally understood football, it was the, the strongest take that I had. It's like you find a quarterback, you protect them, and you go after theirs. So the way I would also pay out my my team would be I pay my quarterback big money. I would pay my offensive lineman, especially the left tackle, big money. And then I would pay a defensive end. We saw Nick Bosa right before we started recording. He got the bag. Five years, $170 million. He's another dude who we haven't really seen him out the lineup. I mean, I know he blew out his knee, but he was still like, we're talking yeah. about this. He, he was hurt last year. Yeah, but he didn't. He he hasn't been gone from the lineup. He'll be like he'll he might miss a game or two. Yeah, I'm talking about like if you're 100. missing, we need more than a one or two game sample size for me to be able to say that. Oh, this guy not being in the lineup really matters. You know what I mean? I like, understand. There's been times where a guy's out the lineup and the team just rallies behind him. Yeah, you know, a new quarterback comes in and then now all of a sudden are you looking at it like oh this guy's better than this guy? No, it's not really the case. They got behind them. You don't know what the storyline was. But if he misses a whole year, then you could say and properly evaluate, yo, this guy is out. This is what he means for the team when he's in, when he's out, what are their splits? And that's why TJ Watt, I think, is the only non-quarterback in the league. Sorry, the only defensive player, I think, that is worth a full point against the points. It's not a bad take. What do you think about Nick Bosa getting the bag? It hurts me. Because <laughs> I got to play Chase Young and Montez Sweat this year. Bro, you don't got to worry about paying Chase Young. Yeah. Listen. Dude, you can't. Well, well here, here. The reason, the reason. Are you trying I, to build out your brand as like the hot take guy? No, no, not because, at all. Because, bro, between Washington, not and at all. Division okay. stuff and like okay. Ch Chase Young. Okay. Yo, Chase Young, most misleading rookie year ever. Hasn't been good since his rookie year. Let's put a caveat on that because I hate when people do that. He did not have a good start to to the year, uh, his second year. Yeah, and then he, he got blows hurt. out his knee. Okay. And then he can't, but he like really blows it out. And then again, like we talk about Adrian Peterson ruining everyone that ever tears an ACL moving forward. Yeah. He, he doesn't come back until like the last three games of the season and wasn't a hundred percent. He didn't really have a second year. So now this is his third. Yeah. You know I mean, like, well, wait, I think he's no, been this in the is fourth. Longer. This is fourth. This is fourth. Cause he lost his second. He, he, he made a little bit of his third, but I mean, look, if Chase Young comes out there and actually looks like Chase Young, I don't think, obviously, that he ascends to that money because Nick Bosa has done it now multiple years. But uh, Montez Sweat, who has played pretty well, he's not going to get that money, but he is going to get his money. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like I said, if Chase Young has a good year, 
we've proven that we'll pay. We just paid Deron Payne. We paid Jonathan Allen the year before that. You know what I mean? Like it's money. It's, I mean, I know it's funny money, but you don't want to have to keep paying everybody. Yeah, but I, I still don't think that, bro, you're talking about the defensive player of the year. So I know the new guy sets the market, but there is levels to it too. Like Daniel Jones, when he got paid, he didn't ask to be like Pat Mahomes just because you're the next guy up. Yeah. And yeah, you're coming off your best year ever. It's not, that's not going to spearhead you to make $50 million a year. So Maybe I don't think. making 40. 40 yeah, plus. But, but Joe Burrow just signed and he's making, now he's the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. Two weeks ago, it was Justin Herbert. A month ago, it was Lamar Jackson. Six weeks Black. ago, it was, it was Russell Wilson. It was Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. If, we're, if we're looking at this offseason. Yeah. So it's just a new guy that comes up, but I don't think you need to worry about that. But Well, it's the two. That's the thing. I got to pay two. The combination of both. You got to pay yeah. two. It's yeah. a little bit different. I would say you let Chase walk. No, I'm not ready. I'm not. He's, a, he's, a, he's from Maryland. He's a Maryland boy. He grew up right down the street. Hey, man, if it doesn't work, I say you cut ties. Yeah, you uh-huh. just move on. That's what the good teams do like San Francisco. They got rid of Trey Lance. Trying to slide him over to the Giants. I know what you're doing. Nah, nah, nah. Giants are good on DN, bro. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Aziz. Aziz. Yeah. Aziz is solid. Thibodeau, year two. Yeah. Thib- Thibodeau. Thibodeau looked good. Thibodeau looked... Eh. And then, like, he after came, week he came 11. On very yeah. strong at yes, the end of yes, the season. Yeah. He definitely did. How do you feel about... This game has all the makings of... Whatever the outcome is, Monday morning, the overreactions to this yeah, might be number one in the league. Because <laughs> think about it, right? Say San Fran loses. Yes. Fuck Brock Purdy. They got rid of the wrong guys, right? Because they lost Jimmy G and Trey Lance. This dude was Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. Uh, all this hype, you know, like McCaffrey ain't shit. Like, you already could see that. And on the flip side, if Pittsburgh loses. Man, Kenny Pickett ain't nothing. Like, why you Kenny guys can't get, pick it? Why, yeah, why are you guys getting excited over a couple throws in the preseason? Like, Pittsburgh ain't nothing. This is going to be the year that Tomlin goes under. This is going to be the weird, you know? So, the storylines in this game, bro, come Monday, one way or another, are going to be out of control. No, that's but, fair. But, dude, I really, like, I really like this spot for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, Pittsburgh has won three straight week one matchups under Mike Tomlin. And, bro, back-to-back years, the Steelers, I bet them in week one. Okay. The year they went into Buffalo as a sick nap, it was the last Big Ben year. Yeah. And the entire, again, this is what I was talking about before. All right, let, me, let me get locked in right here. <laughs> okay. This is what I was talking about before. The narratives and the conversations coming into week one, if you have a strong stance, you could gain a massive advantage over the sports books. Let's go back to 2021. Yeah. It's the last Big Ben year. Big Ben should have retired. He ain't shit. Yada, yada. They go into Buffalo, who's the Super Bowl favorite. That's right. And they beat the Bills outright. Beat the brakes off them, too, if I remember right. What happened last year? Cincinnati. Oh, shit. They overachieved last year. They, this is the year now. This is the real Bengals year. Yeah. Right? They just went to the Super just Bowl. Just went to the Super Bowl. TJ Watt made the $140 million worth it just in that game, bro. He sacked, he sacked, bro, like five times, I think it was. It was like three or four. I know that. And then, and then like 27,000 QB hits he had on him. It was something ridiculous. 
Right? And then they beat the Bengals on the road. Yeah. And now this year they're at home. And they're playing another team that has a lot of hype behind them. And rightfully so. Definitive top two team in the, in the NFC. And in the NFL, they're a top five team. The last nine of the last 10 Super Bowl winners have been a top five favorite. So the Niners fit that mold. And the Niners under Kyle Shanahan, since he became the head coach, as a road favorite, 10 and 11 against the spread. And they're a road favorite. Yeah. And you know, throughout the year, you'll probably hear me say, oh, it is a bad spot for a team because they're going West Coast to East Coast. They're staying on the East Coast. They're going back and forth. You don't got to worry about it week one because this is probably the best time if you're San Francisco to go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because you're not coming... East Coast and it's cold. Yeah, you've been in the West Coast. So like, all right, we're just going to take... You're not coming back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, this is to me, the most compelling game in in week one. That's why I'm glad that you mentioned it as as uh, as the game of the week. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely... It, it has a lot of... Like we said, it has a lot of storylines just in terms of what it could mean for both teams. Both teams depart this game with a narrative associated with them for at least another two or three weeks after this game. So, you know, I mean, we talk about with football being, you know, everything is any given Sunday and it's week to week, but narratives get spun and then you have to either counteract that narrative or you are that narrative. So, yo, isn't that such a good word? What? Don't you feel like when people drop narrative in like the sports space, it immediately like perks your ear up? <laughs> well, it's true though, because right? I mean, it's, it, well, look, listen, people will say things like, like, again, like Chase Young. Right. Oh, Chase Young's this, he's that, he's whatever. And it's like, you know, listen, you know, the biggest thing I can always tell people, because I'll be the first person to say somebody's trash if they're playing like trash. But at the same time, I, I have to also still remember that there is a family on the other outside of that jersey. And there's people and that person's going through a human experience. You know what I mean? And it's like, and people are trying to figure it out. Dude is only 23, 22. Are you still trying to figure it out? So I'm willing to give the brother a chance. Who do you got in this game? Only because I, 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 I always was a, was, a, I've always been a Steelers supporter because of Big Ben. I loved Big Ben. And I used to always enjoy the Niners until I moved out here and had to really get to know Niner fans. It was like, and screw the Niners. So, Steel City all day. Yeah. We're going nice. Steel City. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Pittsburgh, man. Like I said, plus two and a half. I just made a bet right now as we were talking. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out to Wager Attack. They are the official sponsor of Veterans Minimum for the football season. Wager Attack is rocking with us throughout the NFL and is the official odds provider for Veterans Minimum. Anytime you hear anything, betting, any odds, it's provided by Wager Attack. And I took them on the money line, plus 115, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I took them with the points, plus two and a half. I like the two and a half number here. Some places it's at two. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to be a contest pick also. So if you guys are ready to take your sports betting game to the next level, look no further than Wager Attack, the ultimate online sports book for true sports enthusiasts. Join today using the code VM and get bonuses and free play rollovers. Mm. All right. What's better than that? Promo code Free VM. Money. All right. Tag us if you, uh, you guys use that promo code, man. Maybe we do a little giveaway. What do you there think you about go. that? You like that there idea? You, there you go. Even though it's going to be me doing the giveaway, I figure I ask you. It, 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 listen, listen. 
Especially when it comes to merch and things. I keep telling you, I gotta, I gotta get my merch game back up. So, second I have a laptop and, and some thoughts to myself, I think I'll be all right. The game I want to talk about, two of the most, I don't know if polarizing is the right term, but two teams that made massive headlines this offseason, whether it's justified or not, I think it's it's a wait and see. What was that about? Chris Jones uh, reposted my my uh, <laughs> my story on him. Let's go. Yeah, I was like, Stone Cold Jones. Wait a minute, that's Chris Jones. Oh, okay. Nice. What'd you post? I, I just posted that he was uh, he was saying that everybody's opinions are like buttholes. They all stink. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Jones. I Shout appreciate it. Shout out to Chris you. Jones, man. Stone Cold that. Chris Jones. Huh? Stone Cold Jones is his, is his Instagram that. name. I mean, dude, you already know when I hear Stone Cold, I get a little stimulated. That, so. that's, well, that was the reason why I was like, Stone Cold. Oh. That right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the one person you would want to meet in your life? Oh. I'm weird because I've met everybody. Malcolm X. But that's like not possible. Uh, all right. Well, if you're going to say like, about like on the earth. Bro, I'm uh, talking about like, Jesus, yeah, obviously, I'm, if I'm we're going to start going there. time, dude. Okay, I'm talking about time. like right now. Like Today. Like uh, who would you pay? All right. Here's a hypothetical. There's a meet and greet in this lovely city. Okay. And it's the who's who. Who would be the one person you would go and drop, I don't know, 500 bucks to go and meet him if you had to? Probably Warren Buffett. I've met every, I've met every athlete I wanted to meet. Literally everyone. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, I ain't trying to meet no actors. And at this point in my life, I would love to meet somebody that's going to elevate me to another level. And if if look, if it would be like on some Warren Buffett, then now I'm friends with Warren Buffett. Stop. We good. That five hundred dollars was 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 money well spent. <laughs> that was not just dinner. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean? I, for for me it's it's Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh yeah, dude. Like, See, I've met Stone Cold. I'm just He's really bro. cool. He's he's really cool. I got a friend of mine that works well worked at WWE. And like behind the scenes kind of stuff. Yeah. You know how they're like, yo, don't meet your heroes. I was just like, yo, bro, because he told me he met Stone Cold. I was like, yo, can you just tell me if he was cool? He was like, yo, mad cool, bro. No, he's he's cool. He's the, like, the, the Rock, cool. the Rock is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine met The Rock. He's he he's he's, he's and he is so funny, like in person. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, I see why this worked One for you. One of my boys shot a video with him. Yeah, he's 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 great. Both of them. But, like, honestly, most wrestlers. Yeah. Wrestlers, because wrestlers really are just normal guys. They just happen to have, you know, wild stories. I got to meet uh, Ric Flair. That is somebody I have to meet. Woo! Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was all right. Uh, and that was upsetting because I, no. I am a Hulkamaniac. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Uh, we can't do the Hulk Hogan stuff. Uh, we got we to gotta super sidetrack because uh, you said Stone Cold and then immediately I just lost control because that's the only person I would want to meet. Uh, I would probably cry, bro. Shut up. Pull yeah, it together. Yeah. I would cry. If I met Stone Cold Steve, 100%. Yeah. I'd be like, shaking and shit. Is that like, okay, like, no, you gotta bro, be that's better. My, that's my goat. Bro. bro, Jordan was my goat. And when I met him, now, granted, the first time I met him, I was 12. And I was, it was very, it was a good time. Bro. I, I told him, I waited my whole life to meet him yeah. and he rubbed my bald head and it was a great, it was a great day had by all. 
then he said some things after the game where I was like, okay, mm. all right. Don't meet your heroes. Don't meet your heroes. But uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Got to hang out with him a couple of times after that. We good. He's a good guy. Yes. Kobe, Kobe and him are exactly the same. Yeah. Literally. The game that I was talking about with the two teams that are the most sort of polarizing is Green Bay and Chicago. Thousand percent. In division. Um, one of many division games to kick off week one. This one is fascinating because, dude, it would be hilarious if the Bears lose this game. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because Aaron Rodgers all these years, I own you. I own you, right? (laughs) Maybe it's just the Packers. (laughs) Maybe it's just the Packers, bro. Because if Jordan Love goes into Chicago, where Chicago's riding high, Chicago is a lot of Chicago. I got some friends that are Chicago fans. They're feeling themselves. Yo, Justin Fields, MVP, DJ Moore, which I love DJ Moore. Edmonds and Edwards on defense. Mooney. They got, yeah, you know, they got some pieces. They got some guys that can make some noise. I'm not a fan of Eberflus. That kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> but then again, I like Dennis Allen. I like the Saints, but they have Dennis Allen also. So it's like, you know, you got to you gotta play it. Give some, you got to give and take. Yeah, but you got to pick a side and stay on it. You can't just like, oh, it works well for this team, but it doesn't for this team because I don't like their coach. That's right. So there's that dynamic. But it'd be hilarious if Green Bay goes into Chicago. Chicago's feeling themselves the home opener, and they lose again to... The Packers. This, this is my one game, I would say, of all the games this weekend where I would say, do not bet at all. Oh, no. This is why you come here to listen to the betting. You you, you, are, you would like to bet this game knowing nothing. Like, because, well, I say, I say knowing nothing from the standpoint of we don't know what either of these teams really look like. Yes. Which is why how I started this conversation with the NFL is so important. And yeah. I keep drilling this every year. I have the same kind of conversation. You can gain an advantage because we could look back at this and be like, bro, how was Green Bay a pick in Chicago when Green Bay is like 10 and 2? Yeah. yeah, Or, or you know, whatever. Whatever it might be. They end up in, yeah. Or any team you're looking at. Because yeah. there's always that WTF game. Sure. Like, sure, how did sure. that happen? So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about where I like Green Bay in the spot. Like Green Bay a lot because there is the uncertainty of Jordan Love. Yeah, that's why I feel like not a lot of people have hit this game yet, and also why probably you were talking about what you were talking about. So, I think I think Green Bay matches up with them really well. And look, it's it's in division, right? You're gonna match up with them really well. And Justin Fields, I just think that I want to see him in a live game. Do it. Yeah, like he had a couple moments with DJ Moore in the preseason. But now it's now it's Jair Alexander's on the opposite side. And you That's got this, this front seven for Green Bay that I think is going to make noise this year. And in the trenches, I think Green Bay has a top five. If you took the offense and defensive line of every team in the NFL and you were to rank them, I think Green Bay is in the top five of the combination of both. Okay, bo- both now, lines. Yeah. Both lines. Okay. You take both. Like, I don't know, maybe their defensive line is 12th, but I think their offensive line is 6th. So, like, yeah. the combination... However, we would have to measure that. But just in my mind, when I think of it, I think that's why I also like them in the NFC because I feel like you got to be able to beat San Fran, Dallas, and the Eagles. And also, what I, I know I was shitting on you before about Washington, but Washington does have a recipe with an above-average offensive line and the front, the defensive line being so dominant that 
yo, they'll steal some games. Yeah. Like what? Well, Jeremiah in the studio, bro. Remember we were telling yeah, you yeah, how yeah. like, yo, we hate betting against your team. And you're like, really? We're like, yeah, they're Shoot. just, I know how to bet against my team. Like, nope, put my money away. <laughs> yeah. Cer- certain games. But I guess, I guess my only retort, because that's interesting because you feel when you have a feeling that you hammer your feeling. Yeah. I guess for me, if my feeling is not comfortable because I don't know enough in terms of what these teams are, those are the games I stay away from as a better just because I don't know. And if I don't know or I don't feel confident, that's when I usually, I'll bet something else. But that's interesting. You're better, better than me. Who do, you, that. who do you got in this game? That's what, I have no idea. Well, you got to pick one. If I have to pick one, um, it's a one point spread. So basically, yeah, whoever yeah, you, you think is going to win. You're not wrong either way. Um, to your point, I think, look, uh, we said this on my show, uh, George and I, the other day on Monday, that, you know, these games, it's almost worth a game and a half because it's, you're, you're, starting, you're starting with a game in division. You win that game. You've already won basically a game and a half because you've already now won and own division as well. Um, I think if the Bears are going to do anything this year, they have to win this game. So I'll take the Bears just because if they don't, they're in more trouble, I'd say, than the Packers are. The Packers are now riding. They're flying high a little bit after one game, whereas the Bears could really be down in the doldrums if they lose. Doldrums is a good word. I like that one. <laughs> I hate you. That was really good. Dude, I'm excited for this weekend, man. We got to wrap up. We've been going for a while. Uh, shout out to you coming on the show. People will be hearing you more and more often throughout the football season. Um, I have a different jersey every time. I, I, I love I, it, man. I, I, I got a couple football So far, you haven't repeated. I've been keeping oh, track. Oh, no, I don't repeat. Yeah, yeah I've been keeping yeah. track. Now, it might get a repeat on my show because I'm like, that jersey's not dirty yet. You did but that like, You did that with Portis, bro. I saw well, that. No, I came straight from mine uh, to okay, you. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Because I, I, look, no, but I when I saw it, when it like, because those clips came out similar time, I was like, why the same? Oh, it was the same day. I was yeah. like, that was a Monday. That was yeah. what messed me up, too. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors, Wager Attack. Fly Me Out and Blue Chew and as well to all the members of the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. There'll be betting exclusive shows throughout the NFL season on the Patreon and also Kenny and I are going to be giving out our five plays that we're putting in the Circle Millions contest. Him and I are splitting an entry so you'll be able to hear that up on the Patreon. We'll dissect and pick the games that we're going to go with and the thought process behind it. So at Nick Day is 10 is where you can find me. All things Veterans Minimum is at Veterans Minimum. And we'll catch you guys next time on the end. Bronze like your metal is. So many deer in headlights, but it's bedtime. Hear that supper bell, main course, beat of venison. Zab. The most dangerous game. Either kill or be killed. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.